Welcome to the Auburn Live Podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Wednesday edition of Inside the 20 with myself and Keith Niebuhr. I am your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. If you're not a member of that site, you're absolutely missing out. Now's a great chance, great time to get joined up. I'm joined, as I always am, by Mr. Keith Niebuhr. Keith, how you doing today, big dog? You could just call me Junior Recruiting Editor. How about that? Oh, I like it. You're the senior, I'm the junior. Now everything's good, man. Uh, Obviously, that's not by age. (laughs) Well, whatever. I know know that you're excited because... We think this transfer portal window is closing today. So this Please. is, yeah. Please, if uh, if you haven't been following along today, January the eighteenth is the last day you can enter the portal. If you haven't entered the portal by the end of today, you will have to wait until May. <clears throat> Auburn has already got twelve additions from the portal, and we don't think there's going to be any more. But just when you say that, here comes another one. So I'm not ever saying anything is final when it comes to the transfer portal. Um, but I will be ready for it to end, man. It's been a, uh, it's been a bit, it's been fun though. It has because Auburn has had a lot of success in the portal, has gained those 12 guys at positions of need. Still, some positions of needs, and that begins with quarterback. We do not think Auburn will bring in a quarterback until after spring, unless something changed has changed from uh, in the past 24 hours. I don't expect Auburn to bring in a quarterback. Uh, maybe edge, maybe another linebacker. Um, all that could happen after the spring. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Keith, we will uh, be turning our attention, which, of course, you already have, to the 2024 class. We've seen guys yeah. come in. Uh, for visits since the contact period has opened. We've seen coaches go on the road as well. We'll hit both of those subjects today. Before we get started, Keith, I know you were uh, asking me if, if I knew anywhere uh, somebody could get a new car, maybe a good used car. You already know, but I guess you forgot. Look no further than Mr. Caleb Schofield. Mike Patton Auto on the Fayette Parkway in LaGrange, Georgia. Caleb's got it all, Keith. He's got new Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and even Hondas in a fantastic used car lot, which Keith, cherry picked from earlier or late last year Uh, all used cars have to pass a multi-point inspection before they even think about selling them folks they back all those used cars with a free three-month 3,000 mile warranty the new cars come even more insured uh come with a free lifetime powertrain warranty unlimited time unlimited mileage get that call in to mr caleb schofield 334-531-0996 you're not looking for a car like me but you know somebody who is Tell, uh, send them to Caleb. He'll send you $300. $300. Just for send a little uh, finder's fee, if you will. Caleb's going did, did, did you Did you get a finder's fee for sending me there? You didn't come to me first. So no, I should, did. That's you, not That's not, That's not. not true. I did. You know I asked what? for a number. You know what? You know? I, I, you're right. And, and you know what? I got two free hunts out of it. So I'm not. Oh, well, there you go. I'd rather have two hunts than 300 bucks. Listen, I took my new Bronco that I bought from Caleb to get it car- to get it washed yesterday. I didn't realize how much it cost to get a, a car wash. I haven't I haven't done one in a while. Not on my without using a hose myself. And uh, but at the end, Jeff, the guys were like, "Hey, man, they, I love this car." And so, eh, look, I mean, it's I got an attention getting car, the the Bronco, the Ford Bronco that everybody loves, and so they've been great to me. It was effortless. Um, in fact, uh, you know, I I. 
when I get billed, you know, you have to pay all the state fees and all that. I live in Florida and, and the, the dealerships in Georgia. So they have to figure it all out. And I actually overpaid. So you never know if you're even going to get that back, right? Well, sure enough, I got the check back a few weeks later. So, you know, so you they, have, they were first class all the way. You have a vehicle at the, the at the men like, huh? <laughs> Whatever. I got a vehicle that, <laughs> that, that everybody likes. All the, all the fellas really like that <laughs> no. vehicle. All right. Well, wait a sec. Don't you drive a truck? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's talk recruiting. Let's right? do it, man. Uh, let's see. Keith, let's get us started with 2024s, man. I've kind yeah. of been on the back burner with those guys trying to keep up with the transfer portal. So I'm, I'm reading your stuff, trying to, to identify some of these major targets. You've talked to some 2024s, 2025s, and I think you even talked to a 2027. Well, 2026. I've talked to two 2026s, but, okay. uh, you know, hey, look, I mean, we joke about it. Like 2026 means he'll be playing 2028, probably 2027 in that range. Uh, which means you and I will be, you know, wheeling, having, you know, uh, young nurses wheeling us into the stadium at that point. We'll yeah. be so old. But, but, uh, but last night, we'll, we'll start with the 2026, and this is an interesting one. Keenan Britt, okay? So, Jeffrey, you and I covered the recruitment of K.J. Britt, uh, outstanding linebacker from Oxford, Alabama, that signed with Auburn. And when he would visit, he was always with three people, mom, dad, and his little brother, Keenan. Uh, now, KJ was actually a young, a young senior. He was 16 years old when he That's committed right. to Auburn. Uh, his little brother was eight, nine years old at the time, and all the recruiting staffers loved him, and all the coaches loved him, and he was just the sweetest kid ever, okay? Well, I, you know, this past summer, I was traveling with, uh, you know, I'm good friends with the Brahms family, and they said, you know who's becoming a pretty good prospect? Keenan Britt. And I said, little Keenan? They said, he's not so little anymore. Well, yesterday, Auburn offered Keenan Britt a scholarship. He's a 2026, which means he's a freshman at Oxford High in Alabama. Wow. He's an edge. A little Keenan is 6'2", 230. 6'2", 230 pounds, which means he's bigger than his brother, KJ, who now plays for the Tampa Bay Bucks right down the road from me. Uh, already, listen, as an eighth grader, he was starting on the defensive line at Oxford High, which, you know, historically is probably one of the better 20 programs in the state of Alabama. The next year, as a freshman, he started at edge, and Jeffrey, he was a captain on the team. Have you ever in your life heard of a freshman captain in the sport of football? And this is at level? Oxford. At Oxford, yes. Head coached you know, by Sam Adams, former teammate of Jeffrey Lee at Bevel State. Uh, the, big, the, the school at the big stadium. and the, I mean, you know. So anyway, Auburn's already going to recruit him, and he's going to visit a bunch of schools. He's got three offers. Arkansas, Auburn, and guess who the third one is? You'll love this one. UCF. Well, Gus Malzahn was the head coach at Auburn when they signed K.J. Britt. So it'll be an, a fascinating recruitment moving forward. we got a long time to go. I mean, Auburn clearly is where the kid's heart has always been. But now it becomes sort of a business decision, a decision that uh, a heart has to play a role in it, sure. But he's got to find the best fit academically, athletically, uh, and all that stuff. But uh, just a kind of a cool day yesterday for the Britt family. One of the first people he told was his brother, again, who plays for the Bucks. And he said, man, he was so excited um, and very emotional about it. And as wow. you can imagine, so great day for the Britt family. Now, you mentioned 2024s. I spent the day at Tampa Catholic High School yesterday. Head coach, Jarris McIntyre, linebackers coach. I think the guy you might have covered, Dontarius Thomas. Nice, that right? Well, you're not. Well, you know who he is. You were a yeah, fan of these. Oh, one of okay. my favorite linebackers of all yeah. time. Yeah, uh, a, a bad a bad dude, yeah. Uh, well, he's a linebackers coach at Tampa Catholic, and like I said, Jairus is the head coach. Coming off a big season, they beat their rival Tampa Jesuit 
for the first time in 20 years, okay, went 11-2 and two, uh, deep into the playoffs again. Uh, a big win over Berkeley Prep, which had Keon Keeley, the number two recruit in the country, signed with Alabama. Big defensive end. Well, they've got three players, Jeffrey. Three uh, they, Again, another thing you don't hear of very often, three players in the 2023 class with Auburn offers. Okay, One of them is a big offensive lineman. 2024. Eddie, 2024, I'm sorry. One of them is an offensive lineman, Eddie Pierre-Louis. Uh, he's got 53 offers. Okay, Auburn very much in the hunt. His, his older brother, you remember this guy, Richard Garage, big-time okay. offensive tackle, who signed with Florida, but Auburn was one of his three finalists sure with Clemson. So the family, I'm told, the family still remembers that. Still, let, They remember Auburn. They loved Auburn. Eddie's going to try to get back up there again. He's already visited Auburn at least once. Uh, second player I wrote about this morning, T.J. Moore. Yeah. Well, we know Hugh Freeze loves big, tall receivers. When he was at Ole Miss, he signed D.K. Metcalf, now maybe the best receiver in the NFL, um, and A.J. Brown, big receivers. Well, Terrence Moore, Terrence T.J. Moore, Tampa Catholic, six foot four, one ninety, had over a thousand receiving yards last year. He's over thirty offers, and Auburn offered him last fall, and now the new staff has reoffered him. He plans to visit Auburn this spring. He's just starting to build a relationship with the new receivers coach Marcus Davis, and they have a third player, like I said, in the 2024 class with an offer. Oh, gosh, I hope I get his name right. I think it's Xavier Porter. Let me double-check that. I think it's – can we can we look that up, Xavier Porter? I think that's right. Just, yeah, Xavier Porter. I'm going to uh, – it's a beautiful thing here of having a computer. Yeah, Xavier Porter, defensive tackle. Now, he's listed at 6'1 and a half, 260. I'm told that's wrong. I met him yesterday, and uh, he's much taller than that. He's probably 6'3". Um, but Auburn's offered him, and, and he'd like to visit Auburn as well. I think Florida State is maybe the early team to watch there. But um, we know one thing. Jarris McIntyre, the head coach, the former Auburn receiver, he's not going to shove Auburn down these guys' throats. Right? He's not going to force Auburn on them. But he's going to talk Auburn up to them. There's no doubt about that. He's just not going to push them there hard. Uh, and he's already saying good things about Auburn. He's got the three guys excited about Auburn. The plan is to get them up there this spring, and, and we'll go from there. But those are – Look, Auburn's had success at Tampa Catholic before. Devin Barrett was a running back that they signed. Uh, Nate and then Craig. Nate, Craig, Nate Craig Myers. And so Auburn has had success there before. Uh, we'll see if they can do it again. Lots going on with the 2020. Man, I, I was really surprised at the number of offers, not just interest and, and visits yeah. from these younger guys, but the 2025 and 2026 is the offers. Um, yeah. Very, very uh, new to me, I guess. You know, you, yeah, you hear, me, me too. Me yeah. too. Uh, but we got to, and by the way, before I forget, I, I'm cutting you off here. I'm sorry, but no. I don't want to forget about Walker White, the quarterback that visited Monday. You know, another no, that, that was after our, yeah, uh, that was after our yeah. show. That was after our show, yes. Keith. So let's talk about Walker White because I was going to get into the, uh, the coaches on the road visits. One of the first visits we know of that Hugh Freeze made was the Little Rock Christian in, in, in Arkansas to see Walker White. He came in Monday for a visit. You talked to him, Keith. What, what, what was the feel? Well, you and I are always talking about reading the tea leaves. A lot of times we have good sources. We don't have to read the tea leaves. People tell us what's going to happen. But sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you have to literally read the tea leaves. And, well, you you pointed it out. That was Hugh Freeze's, we think, first visit of this January evaluation or January contact period uh, where coaches could get out of the road. That was his first school. So first school he went to, we think. Uh, Walker White, I keep wanting to call him Walker Howard, uh, but Walker White, uh, four-star quarterback coming off of a solid season at Little Rock Central in Arkansas. Uh, you know, he told us going into the visit, he said, I'm really intrigued by Auburn. He's a deeply religious young man, and he felt like he already had a connection with Hugh Freeze because he knows Hugh Freeze's story. He knows how 
uh, strong of a Christian Hugh Freeze is. And so he brought he brought that up. I didn't bring that up. This was before the visit. And he also said, I love his story, the redemption story, the comeback story, right? Um, that was before the visit. We were already starting to get some vibes. And man, Freeze, first visit. All the things this guy's saying about the Freeze and about his offense. Uh, and then he visited, Jeffrey, which uh, took me a long way to get to that point. Yeah. Uh, and, and it went better than expected. He spent about eight hours there, okay, wow. seven and a half, eight hours there with his family. Um, was going to visit, I think, Bama the next day. That visit didn't take place. Part of the visit was Hugh Freeze driving him around campus. Ooh. Gosh, I've been covering Auburn for a long time, and, and the head coach ain't driving somebody around campus in a golf cart unless they're serious about that guy, right? Absolutely. Some head coaches don't do it at all. But that, that tells you something. And uh, and we, we you and I have talked about this. We feel like this guy, it sure feels like he's their number one QB target right now. I mean, it, it absolutely feels like it. So he spent a lot of time with Hugh Freeze. And he's told me, he said, I love that Hugh Freeze isn't afraid to let the world know he's a Christian. Well, you know, uh, I don't generally get into those uh, the religious talk in a recruitment unless it's unless it's tr- you get the feeling that it's truly – important to a young guy Fair and enough. it is because it is because he's the one bringing it up right uh and he, he loved that about hugh freeze and he feels like that they're aligned in that area so that's a big deal to this young guy and then he knows hugh freeze likes to throw the heck out of the football okay so they're really clicking right now his plan is to come back to auburn for spring practice he wants to see it up close and personal and and get to know hugh freeze and uh, the offensive coordinator philip montgomery and and ken austin is going to be working with the qbs i mean gosh auburn's really got an arsenal of, of, of wizards working with these QBs. So uh, that's a big selling point on the recruiting trail, believe me. And so uh, when you look at what they've done with guys before, Robert Griffin with Montgomery, Malik Willis and Chad Kelly with, uh, with Hugh Freeze. So it's all lining up right now. Everything is telling us that one, he's the number one guy on the board. He's gotta be. Uh, if not one, he's certainly in the conversation, but we think he's number one. And two, Auburn is way up on top of his board too. Now, who else is he looking at? Well, Ole Miss, but Ole Miss just picked up a young transfer today. Walker Howard, the other Walker. Does that mean, you know, does it, a quarterback doesn't want to get stacked behind guys? You know what I mean? So, also, he's looking at Auburn and seeing great opportunity moving forward. So, I think I think Auburn's going to be a factor here, a big factor. I, I'm afraid to say favorite because I'm just starting to get to know the guy, and I know you are too. But, man, I, at this point, I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up at Auburn, quite frankly. This is a four-star kid. This is the guy – that right after he got the job, Hugh Freeze had already identified him as the guy or a a big guy. Um, and so to, to me, it's all looking like it looks like it's heading in the right direction for Auburn. I guess that's the best way to, to put it, Jeffrey. I don't know how you feel about it. it. Absolutely. From reading your stuff, from talking to people who know more about it than I do. It, yeah, I, I, w- I would I would say I think it's safe to say at least right now, Auburn is certainly one of, if not the team to beat. I mean, they're in very good position. I'm not saying – I'm not putting in a prediction or anything like that. I yeah, think yeah I'm scared too. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but him coming back to a practice for another visit in what – in the span of two months, Hugh Freeze yeah. going to see him, you got to feel good. It, it, if you were another school wanting this kid, you would kind of be a little worried about what you're seeing with his interest that, in That's right. I mean, he already liked Auburn and Hugh Freeze. He already liked Auburn. He already liked Hugh Freeze because of the offensive elements, and now they've clicked on a personal level. Right. And, and a lot of times that's the that's what gets a school over the hurdle, the final hurdle, right? I mean, you know what I mean? Um, I, I, yeah, I'm not ready to put in a pick yet, but 
in a couple of weeks if I when I reach out to him again and see where things are headed and, ha- and ask him how often he's talked to Auburn and if it's still moving in that direction. Obviously, Clemson's somebody to watch because, you know, we know Dabo, uh, a lot of the similar, uh, you know, where's the, the, uh, the, the religious elements on his sleeve. Uh, and I think that's going to resonate with him as well. Uh, Alabama's involved, uh, Ole Miss, obviously, again. But, you know, now they've, they've picked up the LSU transfer, Walker Howard, and um, Alabama and Arkansas. And I think Texas A&M, too. So yep. there's a lot of great schools involved. But Absolutely. it just seems like he's clicking with Auburn. And I, he has to see the, the opportunity there with the, the – the QB room being where it is right now, Jeffrey. Yep. And we, you know, we talked about Hugh Freeze going to see him. Hugh Freeze was back on the road on Tuesday in the southeastern part of the state, hitting seven high schools. Uh, looking at some of these schools, you know, uh, he, he made stops at Sarah Land, Foley, UMS Wright, Viger, Mobile Christian, St. Paul's, and Fairhope. And of course, some of those schools have some of the top prospects in, in, in the state, hell, in the country. You, you look at Perry Thompson, the four star wide receiver from Foley. Uh, who just came up this past weekend to visit Auburn. Some buzz there surrounding him. He is committed to Alabama, but Freeze went and saw him yesterday. And then, of course, Sarah Land, uh, home Oof. to K.J. Lacey, the quarterback, uh, and, and also the 2025 wide receiver Ryan Williams, also committed to Alabama. And staying with the theme of Tuesday and him visiting the schools, Hugh Freeze went to Mobile Christian the same day, and which is home to Sterling Dixon, another four-star Alabama commitment. Uh, so you've got to uh, – you, you, he's not giving up on these guys. He's hitting these schools. He's making relationships. He's vetting these recruits. He's headed to Georgia today, Keith. And you know what? Some of these areas of these assistant coaches are starting to become more more clear. We saw Jake Thornton on Tuesday head to North Georgia, uh, Jeremy Garrett in Mississippi, Ben Agamaya in the uh, DMV, the uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. Carnell Williams went to Birmingham, and then uh, Zach Etheridge, and I believe Crime was down in uh, Mobile as well, somewhere down that way. I think I saw that. But uh, but Wednesday, Wednesday, Hugh Freeze is headed to Georgia. Cadillac's going to Cobb County. Uh, ben Agamaya is up in Memphis. Ron Roberts is getting on the road, Keith. And, and believe it or not, the yeah. D.C. is headed west to Mississippi. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm thinking – they're spending a lot. It seems like they're in, there's some focus on Mississippi, and I wonder if it's not just the high schools. This is just me spitballing. Sure. Jeffrey, I wonder if they're starting to develop, trying to develop some inroads with the JUCOs, and maybe even again, this is just a complete shot in the dark here. Maybe even looking for that sleeper JUCO guy that didn't sign somewhere in December. I don't know. Just just a thought. Not uh, a bad yeah, theory. Ron, you know, Ron Roberts is coached in Louisiana. He's coached in Texas. So for basically from Atlanta to Texas, he knows a lot of these places. And, uh, yeah, he seems to like being on the road. Uh, yeah, they're getting after it. Um, you know what, Keith, about I, Ron Roberts, you, know, you, you made the comparison to Kevin Steele just personality-wise. Yeah. And, and, and I'm seeing that more and more when, when when he comes by or he walks by, he's always going to come over there and, you know, talk about his Photoshopping skills or, you know, just stuff <laughs> like that. Very, very cool cat, man. Really like him, kind of in the same way uh, Kevin Steele was. You know what I like about this staff? Uh, here's an interesting thing, and I don't even know if it matters. The last staff was really into the Twitter game, right? Harson Love, uh, we, we had, it was our, our understanding, I think you heard the same thing that I did, that he basically signed off on almost every graphic that went out. But these guys, they're going to step beyond that. And I know this sounds so simplistic, but why don't more staffs do it? They're liking and retweeting guys like me and you. They're 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 – if we're tweeting about a kid that's a recruit to Auburn, they're they're retweeting it. They're they're very active on social media. And when I say they, 
I mean uh, Ron Roberts. I yeah. mean Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze has retweeted me ten times. Right. Yeah. They're paying attention. They um, they're playing the social media game. Uh, in addition to being on the road, remember last year the big criticism was that that first few days where you could go on the road, Brian Harson didn't go on the road. He waited a week. The first time you could get on the road this year in January, Hugh Freeze was in Little Rock that morning before the sun came up. So it's a totally different philosophy. Um, and it's, uh, you know, we'll see if it, if it pays dividends. I, I think it's going to. I think it already has. I, I believe Harson's theory, at least at one point, or was, you know, we're going to get who we're going to get. We, we want guys to want to come here. Yeah, and and it was basically, do you want to come here? And if so, we'll come get you, or we'll come recruit you. If not, you know, we're not going to waste our time. Uh, well, I think at Bo- I think at Boise State, Jeffrey, he didn't really have to go well, on there the you road go. that yeah. much. And, and if a kid visited Boise once, man, that's a long trip from anywhere, right? So they knew that they were had a really good shot if they got a kid to visit. I think subconsciously, they felt the same. Remember that first weekend after COVID and all that, when they had all those visitors the first week, the first month. And they were so excited, and we were pumping it up in the media. And But what we knew, and maybe they didn't know, the coaches anyway, uh, was that that was just one visit. These guys visit Georgia five times, Bama seven times, LSU five times. you know. And they were excited about getting a kid on campus once. I think these these this staff early on is showing that they have some recruiting chops and maybe have a better understanding of – what needs to be done uh, in terms of building relationships. And I'm not trying to beat right. a dead horse and hit them over the head. I, look, Brian Harson won at Boise, and that's admirable. But it, the recruiting philosophy wasn't working at Auburn. It wasn't going to work, and, and we knew that. Yeah, looking forward to covering this the staff, the recruitment, especially now yeah. with the full cycle, the 2024 cycle. We're going to uh, be all over the coaches' visits. Uh, juniors are going to be coming in. There's a big junior day schedule for Saturday week, January the 28th. We'll be all over that. Keith, we're going to throw the flag today, but that's not oh, too man. bad. Uh, but, uh, listen, we appreciate everybody, man. If you haven't liked or subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do that. We're trying to get to 5,000, man. If you could uh, subscribe to that channel, it's free. Um We'll be back Friday with a more in-depth recruiting show. Then, of course, Sunday we'll be back for the call-in show, man. We appreciate everybody listening. For Keith, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee. Man, y'all stay out of the left lane. See ya.